Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Welcome into the flagship on this January 4, 2024. 24, can you believe it? I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Berry at Zach underscore Berry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com and affiliative on three. If you sign up today for just $1, $1, you can get full coverage of Ole Miss's uh, football, basketball, baseball programs, recruiting portal, you name it. It's all Ole Miss all the time, every single day. On the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliative on three. And what a way to wake up this morning. I got to be honest with you, Zachary. So last night I get a call and we learned at the Ole Miss Spirit that Quinshawn Jutkins, Ole Miss's star running back, was, quote, being cut loose. But let me be honest with you. In this business, you hear a lot of things a lot of times. And this isn't the first time, even though this is a very – this is as well-connected of an Ole Miss source on this stuff as you can get. And this wasn't the first time we've we, heard we might, some we, – we, we might could go toe-to-toe on that one, or it might be the same person. It might be. Um, this isn't the first – or last night wasn't the first time we have dealt with a similar situation or uh, gotten a similar sentiment. So we were prepared. We had a story written – the possibility of Quinshawn Judkins getting into the portal, which is exactly what he did this morning, according as first reported publicly by Matt Zenitz. But we'd heard this before. Once was when, uh, from this person, when they signed Spencer Sanders and they signed Walker Howard, and then it was like, well, Jackson might be out the door. We don't blah, 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 blah. There, a lot of things happen over the course of a year, especially with this portal and this money. And the renegotiations and the negoti- renegotiations, then the second renegotiations after they decided they want more money, on and on and on. So we took it seriously last night, but we didn't run with it. And then it popped this morning. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm kicking myself because I feel like we let our people down on the old Miss spirit. And I said that to uh, Chuck as we were talking about what we were going to do with it last night. But honestly, I-, I-, I think we sat on it. I think we sat on it more than anything because if you're wrong, um, man, that, yeah. that would have looked in quench, but it happened. Quinshawn Judkins is in the portal and got a, the old adage, Ben, it's, it's better to be right than first. Yeah, I guess so. But I, so, I don't, I don't like letting our people down. I don't give a shit who gets credit for it. I just, I don't want our people to be blindsided. <laughs> and it was funny because like on three hit me up back in November as they were doing their, uh, preparations for the portal to come. And they're like, who are some players, even if it's just the most remote possibility to get into the portal. And the very first one I listed to our national desk was Quinshawn. And the reason for that 
is because Quinshawn has been a hard negotiator. He and his family a hard negotiator for three years now. Ole Miss and Quinshawn renegotiated before the bowl. They thought everything was done. Um, what I heard last night was that Quinshawn's uh, is not the best teammate. I don't want to shit on the guy though. I, you know, I think Ole Miss would love to have him back. But now that he's in the portal, and what I was told last night, and this is what really moves it forward, if you're wondering, oh, my God, what does this mean? I was told last night by this person that said Ole Miss was cutting him loose that if he gets in the portal, it's over. So I don't. I, I say that to say if you're asking me today, Ben, is Quinshawn Judkins done as an Ole Miss Rebel? From everything I know right now as I record this podcast on January 4, 2024 with Zach Barry, my fellow – Worker at the a worker B at the Ole Miss Spirit is yeah I think he's done um, because this has been a long time coming in a lot of ways and I don't want to get on any like I don't want to rail anybody on any side here it just didn't work out that happens um, he could come back of course but this development is going to be surprising to a lot of people and it's our fault that it is because we should have been talking about this as early as last night so I own that. Now the next steps is what we're going to get into, what it means. Zach, when you saw the news this morning, when you started making your own – I didn't even tell Zach last night. You know, me and Shoker are like, what are we going to do? Oh, should we keep it from Zach and Jake? No, we're just going to wait and let it breathe a little bit. Wrong call. Wrong call. This morning he pops at 10 a.m. into the portal, according to Matt Zane. It's a 247, our old buddy from on three. So this is a huge day. Now, I've got thoughts on this. More thoughts on this that I'll get to shortly, but I want yours. Uh, what was your first reaction, or what is your reaction right now from talking to some people since some time has passed since the news has run across the wire? Where are you as far as Quinshawn entering the transfer portal? Yeah, literally uh, just happened right before we hit record. Um, I, I mean, I, it's been trending in this direction for a while. Um you know, I've heard some money numbers thrown out there that are ridiculous. And I don't know if there are many programs out there that could justify some of the numbers I've heard. Now, I don't know if they're true or not, but um, I have a good idea of where the number could be okay. because of all what right. his let's, current let's, deal is. I don't want to interrupt you, but like, hey, let's get it all out there. What are the numbers you have heard? Because I can tell you what I think the number. I'm pretty positive from vetting with multiple sources what the number is. But it's less about the money and the number, even though there is a debate and an argument and a conversation to be had in regards to valuation of running backs in football, period. In modern college football, how much money you should be allocating of your limited resources to running backs, period. But that's a philosophical discussion. As it pertains to Quinshawn, Quinshawn is established. He's set the single season Ole Miss uh, rushing record as a freshman, as a sophomore, another 1,000-yard season. Um, Ole Miss, you don't let a player like that walk without a good faith attempt to keep him. So Ole Miss has made, time and again, a good faith um, attempt to keep him. But again, without going too far into specifics, because I, I don't want anybody to think that we're shitting on Quinshawn or shitting on the situation. This is just the new way of college football. This is how things are going to be. And um, there's a chance that a guy like Quinshawn, the, the caliber and name recognition of Quinshawn is going to get in but I think it's less about the number that he wants, even though it's astronomical. So what are you hearing about the number and more about there has been a lot we've heard. I don't know. I don't want to call it sour grapes. Say, I, I think there's some validity to it, but I also don't want to, don't want to poo poo on the guys if he's on his way out. But I have heard it's worth noting. I think that he hasn't been a great locker room guy, especially the last year. And in the peach bowl, for example, uh, Jackson Dart had to call a timeout and go over the sidelines and beg Lane Kiffin to pull Quinshawn because Quinshawn was stirring some shit up in the huddle. There are things that have happened. He hasn't been the best teammate for the last year from what I've heard, and that's not just from adults in the room. We're talking about teammates as well. Having said that, all of them would prefer to have Quinshawn than not, and I just think that the situation writ large became so untenable. I mean, that's how you get to this place. What number have you heard? What numbers – were the astronomical I mean, crazy I've, that you heard? I mean, I've heard seven figures. I mean, I've heard as big as 1.2. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You can't. I'm sorry. I, well, I Quinchon first heard Jenkins that he already... a, he's, he's a great running back. I mean, the guy, you know, first player in the SEC since Herschel Walker 
with 15 plus touchdowns in each of his first two seasons. I mean, that's, that's insane company, but, and again, this is, this is pure financial, you know, situation talking here. This is, yeah, this isn't sour grape. Look, like we cover Ole Miss. We, we, you know, we went to Ole Miss. We cheer for Ole Miss for business reasons and personal reasons. Um, So this is not sour grapes. You can't pay a guy 1.2 million. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we're going to look at it. And let's, let's look at it exactly. Let's look at it this way, Ben. We talked about this before, where the trend of running backs in the NFL, they normally don't get drafted in the first round. I mean, recently it's happened with Bijan Robinson and some others, but normally those guys are, you know, late first, second round. You know, how does that translate into college? I think the same thing goes here, where, yeah, running backs are important. You need a good running back, you need a running game to be balanced. It's hard to be a you know, a, a one dimensional offense in 2024, especially in the sec. But if you look at the track record of Lane Kiffin, he's figured it out with the run game, no matter who he's had. Ole Miss led the league in rushing with Snoop Connor, Jerry Neely and Henry Parrish. Um, I, I think if you're an Ole Miss fan, you should have full confidence in Lane Kiffin and, and the rest of the staff figuring it out. And look, they're still trying to get Ulysses Bentley to stay. He's got the COVID year. Chuck posted an update last night that there are negotiations working there with him. They've got Kedrick Griscano, four-star guy out of Texas that the staff loves. They're high on him. They could go get somebody out of the portal still. There's still some guys left in the portal that have not found a home yet. There's still some guys that have committed to schools. but I, And you know, there are not- guys that haven't gotten in yet that we're True. waiting to see some dominoes fall. This is the biggest domino as, as it gets. I think one name – that makes a lot of sense to me is Jarquez Hunter at Auburn. I'd, I'd heard that there were some overtures extended from his camp. I hate saying camp, but it is what it is. His <laughs> camp to uh, Ole Miss, for example, you know, because there is the pre-portal portal, the tampering portal. And it's not just schools reaching out to players. It's players reaching out to schools as well. Uh, maybe there's an old recruiting connection, whatever it might be. But when you're looking at the situation with Quinshawn here, um, it starts with money. It does. But Ole Miss knew the money Man. was going to be what it is. Like Ole Miss knew that it the starts number. starts and ends with money. Well, I don't I mean. think it ends with money. I think Ole Miss made, uh, certainly made concessions as far as what they were wanting to go, where they were wanting to go number-wise with Quinshawn to keep him, despite some real behavioral, not he's a good, good enough kid, but like, you know, in this age of recruiting in college football, Players have more control over what they uh, perceive to be their worth than ever before. And regardless of whether or not you or those who have their hands on the levers of power in college football agree with their evaluation of their worth, they can pursue that self-evaluation and have the the opportunity to go and see what their market is. I'm fascinated to see what his market is going to be because I know that the number has been astronomical. I'd heard that he cleared a million a long time ago and that they renegotiated for 1.25 and that they're wanting 1.7. And again, these are huge numbers. And two, you have to ask yourself organizationally, are we being responsible with the allocation of our limited resources by paying a running back who, in my opinion, and this is just philosophically in regards to football in 2023, Man, running backs are a dime a dozen. Uh, and, and, yes, he's a historic running back. He set a single-season Ole Miss record last year. He, he, this year, I should say, because it's not quite last year yet to me. Um, this year, Quinshawn rushed for 1,000 behind an offensive line that was lesser. And 700 or more of his yards came after contact. He did incredible work this year, too. But considering the cost, and considering the behavioral stuff that they had some questions about, that there was a disagreement about maybe from both sides where that was, the behavioral aspect of it. This isn't a surprising outcome. Um, it's an outcome that we've hinted at on this podcast for a couple of years. I mean, this was the same situation almost dealt with last offseason with Quinshawn. He almost got into the portal. Well, now it's officially happened. And again, if you're asking me what it means moving forward, I'd say he's done. So what comes next then? And the first step is Ulysses Bentley retaining him for next year. Now, he's got an invitation and has accepted that invitation to the East-West Shrine game. However, um, 
just because he's accepted that invitation doesn't mean that his college career is over. Ole Miss is renegotiating or, or negotiating with him right now on a deal that would bring him back and uh, potentially put him with Kedrick Riscano and um, who they might add then in the portal. Here's the thing about Ulysses Bentley. I mean, I, th- I think a conversation we had on this podcast, me and Brad, me and you, somebody all year was, man, why did you pay $200,000? Why are you paying $1.2 million for a running back? Ulysses Bentley can do this. You've got these problems here, here, and here. So once it got to a place with Quinshawn, where it was untenable or whatever it might have been, the breaking point, if you will, then it comes, it regresses back to traditional decision-making things. And for Ole Miss, that's why are you paying one point whatever million for a running back who is just going to come back in March and be like, all right, need a little bit more now, you know, and then have the problems in the huddle and maybe in practice and just not ingratiating himself in certain situations. But I do not want anybody to think that we're railing Quinshawn. We're not. This is just part of the decision-making process now in college football. And in the old days, if Deuce McAllister would have gotten into the, a transfer portal, it had been the end of all things. Ole Miss, with or without Quinshawn Jenkins, is the same t- program going into next season because running backs are devalued in general. And I think Ole Miss – I mean, the, the, what we talked about this year was, man, Ole Miss could have been just as fine with Ulysses Bentley and Kendrick Criscano. They needed some offensive linemen, take the money, blah, 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 blah. Well, now you're going to get that opportunity, it looks like. you know. And it's still – I guess it is surprising just because we've heard it for two and a half years. You know, Auburn was tampering with them. Auburn tampered mm-hmm. with them all last offseason, right? I mean, they, we thought that him being an Auburn guy, he was going – I mean, he's probably going back to Auburn for all we know. He could be going to hang out with Freeze. Best of luck, you know? Do what you feel is in the best interest of you. Mm-hmm. Having said yeah. that, I mean, this – it's surprising, but also it's not – I think what's surprising is just, oh, it really happened, not the rumblings. The rumblings had been there, I think. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank. Local. Invested. Modern banking. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. 
You should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The number you're hearing, 1.75, nah, dude. Best of luck. Have fun. Um, you're not justifying that, especially when there are other needs. Uh, I think offensive line is the big one. You got to shore up that position, get a couple more dudes in there. Um, and look, again, like I said, Kiffin's done numbers with other guys. He's led the league in rushing before without a guy like, Quinshawn Jenkins. Um, yeah, I have full confidence in them figuring it out. I have full confidence in the staff finding a way, whether it be go getting another guy out of the portal. Um, you, you know, I, I think that uh, immediately Ole Miss fans are going to jump to, well, there goes the potential for a playoff run. Or there – I don't think – no. Like, this team is going to be preseason top 10 at the worst, with or without Quinshawn Judkins. I think the additions on defense are much bigger than the additions on offense, which is saying a lot because you're getting Deion Smith, you're getting Juice Wells, um, Caden Priestcorn is back, not to mention Trey Harris and Jordan Watkins. So the offense is going to be purring regardless. You've got your third-year starter at quarterback in Jackson Dart, who had the second-best pro football-focused score out of anyone not named Michael Penix Jr., which if you watched the Sugar Bowl, there probably a lot of people that were like, damn, we, we, we put the wrong vote in for the Heisman. Um, so I don't think that that topic should even be broached at this point. And again, this isn't sour grapes. This is looking at what this team is heading into next season. Sure. Having a third-year guy like Quinshawn Judkins, yeah, that yes. was going to be great. That's yes. awesome. Ole Miss wanted him back. Um, unfortunately, it got to this place, and he's in the portal. The, the point, I think there two things can be true. One, it's a loss because Quinshawn's one of your most recognizable players, period. Having said that, of all the most recognizable players, who are the most recognizable players on Ole Miss's roster right now? Jackson Dart, um, Trey Harris, Caden Priestcorn. On the defensive side, J.J. Pegues, Jared Ivey. Pick a name, whoever you think is invaluable. And even if Quinshawn with his production thrown into that conversation, you're still picking those other players because positionally it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It made sense for Ole Miss because of who he was. What he did as a freshman was record-breaking. He made his name here. Ole Miss found him. But there have been issues. And now those issues, and from both ends of it, from Ole Miss's end of it, from Quinshawn's end of it, his, I think, was completely um, compensation-related. 
I do agree as far as the money. It's it was completely about the compensation for Quinshawn. For Ole Miss, I don't think necessarily they had as much of an issue with the compensation. They were they regularly renegotiated in good faith and pushed it out to a bigger number or gave him what he wanted to get, got close. But it starts to become a harder evaluation when you have all the other stuff, right? When you make yourself – so it's not just Quinshawn made the move, oh, no, what happens? Ole Miss made the move too. Ole Miss um, and Quinshawn, it just looks like it's over. And Because, again, I was told last night, should have reported it, I'm a coward. Chuck, me, should have told Zach, let Zach – well, I don't know, should have done something because – I feel guilty that Ole Miss fans might be feeling a little surprised today. And um, it, it's a hard one. It's a hard one because Quinshawn is who he is. His name is what it is. But uh, as far as positionally and what he plays running back, I'm sorry. And this does sound, you know, I don't know. It shouldn't sound like anything. Running back is just probably the last position on a roster outside of punter and kicker that I'm worried about, especially for a, a national title contender in 2024, even with Quinshawn. Even with Quinshawn, uh, because you got everything else. I, I, if you told me that Ole Miss had to sacrifice Quinshawn to get its current defensive line haul, including the portal and high school ranks, I make the trade 10 times out of 10. Ideally, you never have to make the trade, but this was unfortunately a possibility going on his last year, wrapping up the single season Ole Miss record in Auburn free portaling and other programs. I mean, they weren't the only ones. And now Quinshawn gets to see his true worth one way or the other. And yeah, I don't know if there is the possibility for reconciliation here. I I would say no. And if that's the case, it's a dang shame. This is the first time Ole Miss has really been hit, I think, with the new culture of college football. Yeah, Ole Miss has been the portal king and this, that, and the other. But this was going to happen at some point. I mean, this is going to happen. Um, yeah. The timing, not great, but also kind of perfect. It's, it's a good thing they got done what they got done, did all that legwork before Christmas, you know? Like, what do they have to do outside of linemen and a running back, right? I mean, I wrote all about their linemen possibilities yesterday. The offensive lineman from Florida, Percy Lewis is visiting Ole Miss on Friday. The LSU offensive lineman, Lance Hurd, Ole Miss has already been in contact with him, wants him as well. Well, now... You can start considering running backs, and we'll be rolling that out. The Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and Affiliate Volunteer. Other recruiting things, then, now that this news has happened, just kind of where are things, Mr. Recruiting, Ole Miss Recruiting Expert? Where are things right now as far as the roster, what they might be targeting in January, how this changes things on and on, your opinion? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's first looking at the offensive line. Uh, I think Zaylin's heard, Perry Lewis are the two big names um right now and i talked with uh pete nakos of on three earlier seth mclaughlin from alabama uh he's taking a visit to ohio state this week um it's not 100 percent done yet but um it is being reported that potentially could visit ole miss this weekend as well um Ole Miss is also hosting Cole Rusk, the tight end from Murray State this weekend. I confirmed with him uh, he will wrap up his Illinois visit and head to Oxford tomorrow, um, which I think is probably it's going to be either or. I think that's his final two at this point, either Illinois or Ole Miss. Um, and then, you know, probably looking at some secondary pieces in terms of the de defensive backs, not – you know, secondary as opposed to primary. But, um, yeah, you're going to have to replace Dejon Anthony, Deshaun Gaddy. Um, still haven't seen anything from John Saunders. I know he said it. all the media opportunities at the Peach Bowl that he hadn't made a decision yet, but he hasn't come forth and said anything. I know that there's a loophole with five days after the bowl game for guys to get in the portal. Uh, I believe that day would be today. So, um yeah, could pick up another corner or two. I know that you know, Kiffin was tweeting this morning, hinting at another possible commitment um, with Pete Golding having some fun on Twitter. Uh, you would think that would mean a defensive guy, but it could also mean 
you know, since it's coming from Kiffin, it with could Pete, be an offensive guy. And with Pete, I mean, you don't limit Pete to just defense. Only. I will say this. Well, no, Pete, but if he's doing if he's doing the shark emoji, it's for defensive true. guys. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Lane and Pete are currently fishing in tropical paradise right now. And I I heard that when all this Quinshawn stuff was popping this week or like they were going through the process, eventually Lane and them had to make a call. What do you want to do? And I think it became for them, the coaches too. And that's why I'm sharing this today. It's just time maybe for both sides to go their separate ways. Maybe there is reconciliation in the future. Maybe Ole Miss figures out what, maybe all cooler heads prevail and this, that, and the other. I don't know what there was to be heated about. Ole Miss just made history with 11 uh, wins in the, in a season for the first time ever. But um, I'll say this. Personal our, considerations. Our fearless leader, Shannon Terry, tweeted a couple minutes ago, Judkins has an on-three NIL valuation of 535000 uh, he says, quote, I suspect he's asking for two or three times his value. Even in this climate, hard to see a running back commend a million dollar deal. Decisions for all involved. So there you go. Sh- Shannon, Shannon speaking it better than me. <laughs> yeah. Captain yeah. Algorithm has spoken. Um, Thank you, Captain Algorithm. I love that. Captain Algorithm. Shannon yeah. Terry. Yeah. Shout out. Sure. Shout out to Shannon. Um, I mean, that's a great way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, it, the valuation is the valuation. You know, you can read about how on three comes up with the valuations on the website. I'm not going to even pretend to get into the minutia of that because it's very convoluted. And it, it, they have the people that have put it together far smarter than, than I am. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that, you know, going back to the NFL thing, like, you know, you don't see a lot of NFL running backs get, you know, these types of deals. Now it's different in the NFL because more money, but, you know, in terms of comparing the two, we're yeah, talking about I mean, Ole Miss or the Dallas Cowboys paying Zeke three million. They let him walk to the Patriots. I mean, we're talking about one point yeah. seven five million dollars is the ask. Not to mention you got behavioral and, problems. Like, no, let it, let it. <clears throat> and it's okay for people to break up. You know, I feel like I'm talking to uh, children after the parents just got divorced. You know, like sometimes people are better apart than they are together. But Quinshawn and Ole Miss together made pretty sweet music. Um, but you you put up with a lot. On both ends, not just Ole Miss. I'm gonna say Q2 because I don't know the inner. I don't want to just take Ole Miss's side. Ole Miss might have done something. I don't. But everything I've heard is there comes a point with everybody, with everybody. Like no player is bigger, or no player is, or maybe it's just not worth for where you are to go to a certain number, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be personal. It could just be business. If it's just business, then Ole Miss made what I think was the correct business call in this scenario. If it was more than yeah. that, we'll let that – we'll deal with that another day down the line. Quinshawn Duckins is no longer an Ole Miss Rebel when he was an Ole Miss Rebel yesterday, and that is a shocking and culturally, culturally defining thing for Ole Miss football in 2023 because the culture has changed, right? Who you latch on to. Um, Jackson Dart will be a third year starter, so he's going to go down as that rebel that you you put right there with Chad Kelly and Archie and Eli and the, and Bo and and Matt Corral. But Quinshawn, I mean, this is a record setter as a freshman, a record setter, and two years later he's not a part of your program, not because something nefarious happened, because y'all both mutually made a choice, and that is crazy to think of, but. It is what it is, and and I completely understand the logic of saying, you know what, this has been a chore for now for about a year and a half. It's just something. It's never done. I mean, they renegotiated before the bowl. They thought it was over, and Ooh. then it's nope, back on back to the table again because these nil deals. There's nothing locking you into them. So where they go next? That's what we'll have on the Ole Miss Spirit, OmSpirit.com, affiliate of On Three. We'll have full coverage there. Not of just Quinshawn, but of everything that's happening. Uh, like I said, Percy Lewis is coming to Ole Miss on Friday. I think that happens pretty quick. He's the Mississippi State transfer offensive lineman. But he did take other visits this week to Arkansas and Auburn. Who do you think is the closest transfer to popping? And is there somebody out there maybe, a running back on the market right now that has um, or maybe is of interest just to you if it's just for you? Um, well, if we're going to continue talking running backs here, 
I mean, there's still plenty of guys out there. Um, I mean, Penny Boone, a, a man crush for him last week. Uh, the Toledo running back dude is a monster. 6'2", 225. Um, it's, right now, it's looking like Louisville has the lead. But here we go. Adapt or die. Kiffin might pick up the phone and call Penny and say, hey, uh, guess what? We got a spot. Um, if you're Keywan Lacey, you got to be thinking, well, shoot. Hope you like Shakespeare's pizza. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare's pizza is great, but it is. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm really excited to see Kedrick Riscano because yeah, he didn't keep, get run. People forget about him. Yeah. He didn't get run, not because he's not talented enough or good enough, potentially. He's a uh, who's in front of him. He's a get off the bus guy. Yeah. Dude looks like a million bucks. Um, does, does this change anything for you? Your uh, predictions, your projections, no. what you think on Miss? Okay, no, I, look, I I should have said I should have said ten and two last year, and I stuck with nine and three. I should have went with my gut and said ten and two. I said ten um, and two. I don't think this changes anything for Ole Miss again, just because of the additions on defense. And look, Lane Kiffin has figured it out every year. I mean, if we're if we're talking through this whole thing. All due respect to the guys that played before Quinshawn Judkins, Kiffin's figured out the run game with whoever he has. So I, I don't think there's any any you know. And maybe oh, well, now, since Quinshawn Judkins is gone, the running game is just going to be abysmal. Now they're going to no. figure it out. I mean, look, I think there's a good chance, especially now, of getting Ulysses Bentley to come back. Um, I, I there's think a reason why I, I need to say this. There's a reason why. Chuck noted that about Ulysses Bentley on our board at the Old Miss Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com for the Bowl 3 last night. There was a reason. Everything has a purpose, and that was the purpose because Chuck was aware of what was going on as well. We talked about it, and the decision was made, well, let's just give it a night to breathe. Well, it look, turns out we didn't have a night to let it breathe because <laughs> you wake up this morning talking to Zach, like, hey, man, we got a podcast. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today? And all we've done for the last 30 minutes is talk about Quinshawn because Quinshawn Jenkins is officially in the portal. What are the other things you're paying attention to? Because, look, man, the offseason has arrived. Basketball this weekend is opening the SEC play at, at Tennessee, number five Tennessee. I will be there. You will be there. We're going to be in attendance to watch Ole Miss take on the Vols and try to get a big SEC win and extend their historic start to the year. But this is the story. Is there anything else, though, that Ole Miss fans need to be aware of as the, the, the week kind of progresses? Well, I don't want them yeah, to be we'll, surprised. If I if I have anything else, I'm just going to empty the clip, you know? All right. Well, hold on. So, just to finish. Sorry. Thoughts on the running back. Um, so, yeah, Penny Boone, I think that – I did talk with a source that said that Ole Miss was aware of Penny Boone. Um, so, maybe they make a run at him. He was the MAC Offensive Player of the Year. He ran for 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns. There's that magic number again, 15. Um, he could certainly be in play. Uh, Utah running back uh, Jaquindon Jackson is another guy that could be out there. He ran for 797 yards and four touchdowns this year, averaged five yards a carry for the Utes. Um, he's from Duncanville, Texas. You know how Ole Miss likes to recruit the state of Texas. Um, that could be a name. Also, there could be some guys that get into the portal. Um, there's still – Tons and tons of guys that can still get in uh, because of that five-day window after the bowl game. Uh, so that could, you know, Tennessee, LSU, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia. I mean, there could be some guys that get in the portal. Um, I mean, you look at other available options right now. Um, and, and look, there are guys that are committed that I we have no way of knowing if they've done paperwork, whatever, to be locked Even into that Even if they school. have, if they're transfers, the only thing that is binding oh. is financial aid, uh, grant and aid papers. Right. What th There's no NIL to sign binding you to that school. Now, the financial grant and aid papers bind the school to the to the transfer, but they can right. sign multiple financial grant and aid papers. They could Ooh. sign with Ole Miss and Georgia. Just ask, just ask DJ Law. Yeah. Uh, the question is, is who, if they really prioritize the position now, and I don't know, I, I think they'll look for a particular fit. One thing it does do, though, is it opens up. I think it's a back burner issue still a little bit. I think they want to get down the offensive line stuff first. And now they have more wiggle room in that way. Instead of thinking, well, can they get 
two of three or one of three of the LSU, Florida, and Percy Lewis trio, well, maybe you can sweep all three of them with $1 million to play with. Three yeah. offensive linemen aren't as costly. And then you run it back with Ulysses and Kedra Criscano, and maybe you add um, a lesser-known running back. But Jam I will Griffin say, like, could stay. Jam Griffin? Because like, he was going to get in the portal. Like we were t- told last night, he's getting in the portal. He's going to go. Because look. But he didn't get many care. But even if he doesn't stay, even if Jam doesn't stay, I still don't think it changes necessarily, at least in the short term, what their top most pressing priorities are. I don't think they're suddenly going to go, okay, we got to go poach whoever for the number two running back from Georgia now because Quinshawn is gone. I think what it does is finally the, the Band-Aid has been ripped off. Yeah. The um, shocking but not shocking move has happened. Now I think Ole Miss can just focus on the one thing they need to do, make sure that they hit on offensive line, and then at that point, quite frankly, as long as they don't have any more defections from the roster, all they would need to do then is be selective with a running back, a complimentary running back to add to the room, add competition to the room, uh, a lead back kind of potential guy. But I can make the same argument for Ulysses Bentley. I can make the same argument for Keidra Criscano right now. So they have depth of budget. It's not like because Quinshawn is gone, oh, God, what are they going to do? Nothing changes for me about their 2024 outlook. Nothing. They're still a top five preseason team. I think they had a beaten Penn State with Ulysses Bentley running the ball. And that's not a knock on Quinshot. Yeah. Had a great game. I, that's just how I value running backs. And I think Ole Miss has kind of gotten the same way. And once it just became too much as far as the ask, Ole Miss finally just made the call and said, all right, that's it. We're done. And I think Quinshot was kind of done too. You know, he believes his value is one thing, as a certain thing. And that difference of opinion led to what has happened today. It's consequential. It's uh, a juicy headline. But what does it really mean for Ole Miss? Quite frankly, if you're asking my opinion and if you're listening to this podcast, that's exactly what you're doing. Here's the fu- here's here's matter. what's fun, Ben. Doesn't really matter to me. Here's what's fun. Now I get to go and look at rosters of all the teams that have played bowl games that are in this yeah. five day window, and now I get to think of, ooh, what does uh. What could fit Ole Miss's like Ole Miss was better when they were running on the perimeter and not pushing yeah. it up inside zone. Getting you know? to the Ole, edges. Yeah, edges. And Ulysses was better which, than that. Better than which, which hey, on that that's what I'm saying. You know, you know who had you know who had uh success on the edges? Who's that? in partic- in in particular uh, on the edges in Athens, Georgia? That was the Missouri Tigers. So Maybe that's the recipe to beating Georgia is getting to the edge. Um, yeah. Speaking of, and you looking got at, one in Ulysses Bentley. Go get another one. You know, make spe- sure he's. Speaking of looking at rosters, you know, just if, let's play the sure. It's a podcast. Let's have some fun. Um, Fine. How do you think Jace? Mc, how do you think Jace McClellan would look in powder blue? Mm. <laughs> um, I, I mean, you know, what you could you look doing? at. Why are you doing this? This is terrible. Yeah, I mean, you could look at any roster. I mean, look at, you know, Tennessee, LSU, Georgia. I mean, Alabama's got a, a whole, you know, Justice Haynes, you know, freshman from Buford, Georgia. Um, but see, this is my thing. Like, Jameer Gibbs left Georgia Tech for Alabama for a bigger opportunity. This is not Quinshawn's leaving Ole Miss for a bigger opportunity. How big? How much bigger of an opportunity can you get other than a top five preseason team with national title con- um, contending realistic expectations for next year? How much bigger can you get? You're going to go to Georgia? Yeah, I don't know if Georgia's going to value running backs. Maybe they do. Maybe Georgia says, you know what? You know what we need? A $1.75 million running back. You know what yeah. Alabama says? We need a $1.2 to $1.75 million. Maybe they do. I don't think so. Now, I think Hugh Freeze is going to be desperate as all get out. And he would, I mean, that you're talking about a guy who's been the polar opposite of Lane Kiffin in the portal. Not progressive, regressive, not proactive, reactive. That's freeze. Yeah. So to make a splash like that, because who's the number three team in the SEC right now, both in terms of on-field production and momentum, whatever you want to grade them by, Ole Miss. It's Georgia, Ooh. Alabama, and Ole Miss. LSU just fired its entire defensive staff. Auburn is already talking about firing freeze after a year. Shocker. 
how that would happen. State is irrelevant right now. Not that they were ever necessarily relevant. See, that wasn't me being mean, but that was just me because I'm trying to mess with people. Maybe Brian Haydad's listening right now. I just, I know how this news is going to land. And I feel guilty that it's going to land that way for our people at the Holy Spirit because dead gummit, did we not do right? Did we not say, I don't know. But as far as moving forward, I just, even with a player of this caliber and this name recognition, Nothing changes for me. <laughs> just nothing's nothing's changed. I don't think for so me. either. I don't know. I don't see you do, you know. Whatever. Hey, real it's quick. a bummer though, because Ole Miss fan, they used to be your guys, you know, like you'd sign them, you develop them, they send them off to the NFL. And now they can leave. And I get it why it's a bummer, but it's running back. It's running back. I I hate that it got to this point though. But anyway, Percy Lewis. I, I'm gonna ask you quick hitter stuff. We've got to get out of here. Percy Lewis, do you think Ole Miss lands him? I think so. Lance Hurd, LSU. You think Ole Miss lands him? Uh, last time I talked with people in in and around LSU, they think Ole Miss is the favorite. What about? So I would say, I would say, yeah. Micah Mazuka from Florida. I haven't heard much about him in the last couple of days. Um, you know, hey, God. I would assume a visit has to happen or some yeah. kind of negotiations. Maybe it's already, you know, maybe some conversations have already been had and Micah says, Hey, I, I don't need to come to Oxford. We're good. Um, Is there anybody else then like as far as positionally that you just heard Ole Miss is right there with like, I, I think right now Ole Miss is resetting the board outside of those lines. You got to see what kind of, shakes out including your star running back getting to the portal <laughs> you gotta see what shakes out now um and i think that yeah you're gonna see a ramp up in activity especially after i think this window after the bowls to get in is gone mm-hmm. you know just see see what you can get through and get done and blah 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 but quinshawn Jenkins is in the transfer portal no longer an old miss rebel and as far as we know because i don't want to I don't want to get your hopes. I won't tell you exactly what I'm hearing. I don't. I think it's done. I think he's gone, gone. I don't think Ole Miss is bringing him back. You've seen that before withdrawing. Maybe they do. I hope they do because uh, it was a great partnership for two years. It was rocky. It had its problems. But yeah. the productivity was there, and Ole Miss historically won 11 games with Quinshawn Jenkins as a star running back. So in that way, sucks. But for 2024 – Nothing, in my opinion, has changed. This has been an all-new edition of the flagship here on Talk of Champions, our network, our podcast network, in association with the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and affiliate of Bone 3. If you sign up today, you can get a sub for the very low price of a dollar. And make sure to subscribe, rate, review Talk of Champions, and iTunes. Just simply search Talk of Champions wherever you get your podcast. And when you do, leave a five-star review. Help us out. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. Make sure to support all of our sponsors, Factor, B&A Bank, College Corner, uh, you, you name it. They, they're the ones, Riverland Roofing, they're the ones that allow us to do this. Factor right home now. Field factor, apparel. Home field apparel. I mean, there's just, there's so many that hook us up, and we appreciate them, and we appreciate y'all. Before we get out of here, man, before we get out of here, what's your New Year's resolution for 2024? What have you set for yourself? And have you already broken it? Uh, I legitimately didn't think about any Sorry. resolutions. Mine was uh, Mine was to not eat sweets, and I've already broken it. Come on, can't do that. You gotta treat yourself every now and then. You gotta treat yourself. Quinshawn Jenkins is treating himself to what he thinks will be a bigger NIL deal somewhere else. Best of luck to him. Best of luck to you the rest of this week, man. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe <clears> we won't. <throat> but if we don't, I'll see you next week. Yeah, well, I'll see you in Knoxville. Knoxville. Early, early there. prediction. Do you think Ole Miss is gonna pull off the the win? It would be an upset. Ole Miss is number nineteen in the coaches' poll. Twenty, man. Tennessee's really good. I'm worried about Ole Miss. In only one way, two ways. Defensive rebounding, they were in the 300s going into the Bryant game. They out-rebounded Bryant like 44-38. to 38. It was only the third game this year with a pair of two, uh, two seven-footers, The only, only the third game this year that they've out-rebounded their opponent. Tennessee is one of the very best teams in the country at what? Defensive rebounding. Blocks. Defense, rugged rebounding. It's going to be a tough game. 
So it's not a great matchup as far as Fort Ole Miss isn't doing necessarily well right now. But there is some promise in what they were able to pull off against Brian, a team that upset, or maybe not even upset, just beat down a uh, Final Four team in Florida Atlantic earlier this year. Capable team. They didn't have bigs, though, and Ole Miss out-rebounded. Can they take that against one of the very best teams at rebounding this Saturday and get a huge, huge resume-building win? Already a strong res- resume for Ole Miss basketball, but talk about some rocket fuel for the rest of the year. Go beat Tennessee this weekend. You know, I think eight and ten could get them into the NCAA tournament. I think it would safely get them to the NCAA tournament. It's like an eight or nine seed. But man, why while you're here, thirteen and zero, this matching the greatest start in Ole Miss history, get a little greedy, go upset to Tennessee. You know, like we we would just all taking thirteen and zero and said, hey, whatever happens to Tennessee, happens. But now, yeah, go get greedy. Ole Miss is uh, yeah. Ole Miss basketball is exciting right now. Oh yeah, I mean, as. Free of a shot as any on the road at Tennessee. One doesn't just stroll into the Food City Center and get a win, Ben. So <laughs> um, that place will be rocking. Uh, I believe the weather is going to be awful. So what better oh, way great. to spend a Saturday than to be inside watching basketball? So I don't wait, know if it'll wait, be a is it sellout, supposed to rain? But... It's... Raining? Oh, God. Driving up from New Albany, Oxford, going to the game. And I'll be driving right into some rain. Maybe that's foreboding. I'm hoping, you know, for... I'm hoping to leave Friday to avoid it. Um, that's a good idea. So, but yeah, it'll be fun. I, hey, this will be fun in multiple ways um, as we will get to hang out and see each other. Maybe have a, a bite to eat, maybe a beer or two. Yeah. But also, I'm excited to see Chris Beard on the road, SEC, with this team. Um, they have by all accounts, fully bought into the whole mantra, the whole culture shift that Chris Beard has brought. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's a uh, it's a great opportunity for, for Ole Miss, win or lose, to kind of prove, you know, hey, like, this is not a fluke. You know, we're for real type moment. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tall task to win. But, yeah, it's going to be fun to see them, you know, not, I guess it's five o'clock, so kind of prime time. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are paying attention to Ole Miss basketball now. A lot of national people are paying attention to Ole Miss, and not just because they're undefeated, but, um, but yeah, I, I think the hype is is real around that program, and, and Chris Beard has done a remarkable job through the first couple Shocker. months. Shocker! Shocker that one of the best coaches in the sport is successful in year one. Crazy! Oh, that works. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. If you haven't already subscribed or if you talk of champions, our podcast network in iTunes, just simply search talk of champions. And when you do leave a five-star review brought to you by college corner, brought to you by home field apparel, being a bank, Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford. Also the Ole Miss athletics foundation. We got a lot going on, man. Enjoyed it. We'll be back, I guess, tomorrow. We'll figure it out. See you, buddy. See you, buddy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.